What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply from NXT TakeOver just ending. Uh, guys, uh, Chris, let me get your thoughts first. Uh, what did you think of tonight's show? I thought the overall show was fantastic, as always, for any NXT TakeOver. Uh, the matches delivered, the stories delivered. The main event was a little slow for me, but I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh, overall, a really good show once again. Uh, Matt, what did you think? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Um, fantastic show. Um, I think... As far as, I don't want to say the word star power, but uh, they're definitely lacking the star power that they've had in NXT takeovers of the past. Um, But that said, the matches, especially that tag match, um, obviously the main event, um, the guys just and girls work to a whole different level of just incredible, incredible work. Great. Um, And I was very entertained. Yeah, I I thought it was, I thought it was a fantastic event. I thought the the tag match just stole the show. That was absolutely uh, that mm-hmm. was just insane. And uh, the main event was very good. Uh, me and Chris were talking before we went live. Um, it was a little long, I thought, but I thought it was excellent and built to a, a great finish. Um, and before I go, I realized I didn't introduce everyone, guys. It's uh, Matt Morgan, of course, as always, and Chris Calicut, uh, who does a lot, a lot of our tweets and, and writes for the site, is joining us tonight. Glenn, uh, for those of us, for those of you who check out the podcast regularly, know that he's at, like a grease, uh, some grease reunion thing. So he's not uh, here tonight, that, but he'll that's be back. Interesting. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> nope, I am not. Or it was like Adventures in Babysitting. It's <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like the original cast. Except, actually, it's not even the original cast. It's not even Elizabeth Shue. Uh, but I one don't of the care what cast it is, and Jesus Christ could be in the cast for all I care. Glenn, <laughs> this is the shit you don't admit you go see. All right. Well, well I you, should not know that's where you are. Make up somebody. There's a death in the family. You're sick. Don't admit to this stuff. <laughs> because next time I'm on the show, I'm reaching through the screen and I'm I'm literally grabbing you by your throat and revoking your man card. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, it God, is, it is pretty bad. Um, but I'm sure he's having a great time. So I don't care. <laughs> 
Uh, and Matt, I, I know you, you're in the Orlando area. Uh, you've been doing some appearances and stuff this weekend, right? Dude, I did six today and I got one tomorrow. I am exhausted. I am beat up, but yet here I still am. Hey. Um, and I got to say something before we begin. I, I, I shouldn't say I'm shocked, but I was pleasantly surprised at how many fans watch this show. And listen to the podcast and actually watch it with us as we're doing this like right now. Um, I'm not exaggerating. I, I say at least 30 different people came up and mentioned it. Um, they like the banter back and forth of mocking Glenn, by the way. So Glenn, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm just it's just gonna keep it's just gonna keep coming, Glenn, because this is what I would say 29 out of 30 people mentioned they like. So <laughs> nice. So is uh, is your weekend done, or do you got more stuff tomorrow? I got one thing tomorrow, one one quick appearance tomorrow, but um, it's been just nonstop, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, I couldn't go to get to Orlando this year just because of how crazy it is on the site uh, this weekend. But uh, what's the city like? It might I mean it must just be nuts. There's like a uh, yeah. hundred events out there. Like there's the exit, like the I four is just. It's like Interstate 95, for people that don't know. I-4 is humongous. And there's like seven exits that are just completely shut down. Um, main main arteries shut down. Um, it's They've been here before, but not to this effect. Yeah. You know, like you go, if you go on Google Maps, all of the roads are red. It's ridiculous. Like Orlando traffic is bad. I've been a, a few times. Yeah. But uh, this weekend, I can't even imagine what it would be brutal I, I just wanted to go to my gym and, and and the 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 i get off one exit i couldn't even do that yeah i'd get on the shoulder pop that thing in reverse go back off the off ramp that i got on and take side streets to get to my gym just because it's just insane yeah well uh it's about to get a lot more calm after what thursday i guess because wednesday they yeah. still got nxt tv taping so it's still uh yeah. it's a lot of wrestling coming up ahead uh, so let's get to the show. Um, show opened up. They took No Way Jose out of the out of the card, and they opened with Sanity versus Roderick Strong, Ty Dillinger, Ruby Wright, and their surprise partner who turned out to be Cassius Ono. Um, Chris, uh, what were your thoughts on this match, and and what were some of the, the the parts of the match that you you liked? Well, number one, I knew it could only be one of two people as far as the surprise partner. I knew it would either be Ono or Itami. Um, so they went with Ono, which I thought was a good way to get him on the show. Uh, of course, they kept the girls kind of separated. They did their own thing. They did a lot of brawling amongst each other. Um, I thought Roderick Strong, this was his strongest performance in NXT so far. That hot tag he had at the beginning of the, of the match was fantastic. But uh, the match overall, I think, delivered. And, and my, I think, underrated MVP in this match will go to Alexander Wolf because I thought he sold his behind off. For a lot of those guys, and he had some nice work in that match. Matt, what'd you think? That's pretty good. Uh, Alexander Wolf never gets any any props, so that's pretty cool. Um, the girls did not, I didn't think, do, do themselves any favors tonight. Uh, I thought the new girl um, completely screwed up a simple frigging spear um, in the corner. And I'm not trying to get on a girl for no rhyme or reason. I'm not. But when you're in NXT and you're a female competitor, you better be better than that. Um, be especially at a takeover event. I mean. I don't know. I, the Nikki Cross thing's old to me. It, 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 I'm not entertained by it anymore. Um, it, it annoys me more than anything when she jumps on the dude's back and starts breaking his eyes and it leads to a finish. It's it's not a good kind of heat with me anymore. It's an annoying kind of heat with me. Um, but uh, Eric Young, as usual, like, did you see the bump in the corner he took? Were you running oh, these? In the- that was huge. I texted him. That's how serious I thought it was. And I, 
I'm a mark. I, I got completely, you know, hook, line, and sinkered in on that. I thought he was legitimately hurt, you know, but at least I had to check on him. Um, but he was fine. It, it just, again, the, the sanity group I like. I like the big guy that they've got with him right now. Um, he needs a brazier. He needs something different. Um, yeah. It's okay being big and hairy, I guess, but there's something about it that 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 is distracting me and not in a good way. Um, the face paint's cool. It's different. Um but the match itself, I, I thought, for all intents and purposes, because of the baby faces, was really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This, uh, I, I thought this match uh, almost over delivered. I was, I mean, there's a lot of you know great talent involved in this match, but Sanity hasn't really impressed me all that. Much. I, I always kind of thought of Sanity as kind of a, a, a weak um, copy of the Decay, like a you know kind of similar in that in that realm, but. You know, I thought, I, except for Eric, I think Eric Young's fantastic, and uh, yeah, Alexander Wolf has really improved a lot. Um, but you know, tonight I was really impressed with him. So, uh, but I agree with you with uh, uh, a Killian Dane. I think uh, needs to upgrade his gear. He kind of looks like a like a villain, you know, like a fat villain from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. And, 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 I'm sorry. Until this point, Alexander Wolf's just been the guy that like walks backwards in their entrance toward the very, like what's he looking for when he's holding the last dudes like back and he's like looking backwards as they're making their way down the ring what is that right yeah like he's, I don't, yeah he's known to do a mosh or two during a match but uh what did you guys think about ty dillinger taking the pin here i, I don't like it i don't know what this guy's got to do uh he shouldn't even be down there anymore he should be on tv uh up on, on raw or smackdown um I, I don't know i have a feeling they're gonna end up making him when he gets called up i have a feeling it'll be in a tag situation like they'll put him in a tag team when they're trying to bolster up the tag team division and i think he's better than that but yeah it almost feels like they're sending a message to the fans by beating dillinger so much because he's never won at a takeover event uh, he's he's been beaten every time so um it, it's just odd they never give him uh, they never give him anything. I mean, yeah. they could have had anyone take that pin. Uh, they could have had Ruby Riot take the pin. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it, 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 that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, so I guess maybe their theory behind it, and, and we can move on, is pin the most over guy to get the other team over. Is that sort of their logic behind that? <sighs> no, because the argument would be <sighs> – KO would be the more over guy um, as far as being, I don't know. Uh, that that seems, that seems logical what you're saying. I know you're exactly, it sounds logical. I don't even think they're thinking that way. I think it is a, this guy could keep losing and guess what? These, these fans, these, these crazy fans are going to keep uh, counting to 10. You know, they're going to keep screaming 10. Yeah. It seemed more like it didn't get heat on sanity as it just disappointed the crowd. You know, whereas if they would, would pin someone else, they, you know, they would have gotten, uh, you know, uh, just more heat from the crowd as opposed to just, you know, groans. One last thing, guys, it, it was sanity. They're still figuring that out. That's not an easy gimmick to figure out. Yeah. You know, as a guy who had to do a stuttering character, that was hard to figure out on its own. I couldn't even imagine being put in this Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type gimmick and, and, it, and try to make it work. It's why they're in, the, I don't want to call it developmental, but it's it's why they're in the stage they're in right now. They're still trying new things out. And I hope once it makes it to TV, they lose a lot of the the the, the, the albatross and the crap that holds Eric Young down and just lets him flourish. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean... I'm sure. I'm sure you agree. Eric Young should probably be on the main roster anyway. But, um, but, but yeah, it, I, you know, I think uh, 
once they get the group figured out, we, we'll, we'll see where they go. Um, yep. Uh, so up next, we had Andrade Cien Almas versus Al- Alistair. Is it Alistair or Alistair? Alistair. Alistair. Well, that's how I, I, I read it as that. <laughs> I mean, it might be wrong. Yeah, I think I always say Alistair because of Alistair Overeem. But, but, uh, but it's Alistair AIR, right? It's AIR. I think, I think it's T-E-R. Yes, T-E-R. I think they've called him Alistair on the... Oh, uh, it's Alistair com- then. Yeah, commentary booth. I think they've sort of focused on the Alistair because I was confused at first myself. Yeah. So uh, his he hasn't wrestled on NXT TV, right? I haven't. I missed the last couple episodes, but I, th- I believe this was his debut. It they, was. They yeah. but um, but yeah, this was his debut. Uh, so uh, Chris, why don't you take us through this match? Yeah, I, I was never extremely familiar with, uh, I guess, the former Tommy Inns work on the the indie circuit, but uh, he really impressed me tonight. He's an overall performer, man. I mean. He had a good move, a good move set as far as the mix that he provided. He had some kicks and stops, some dives. He has the character down. Um, but then you have Andrade Almas, who I think has honestly been probably one of the most consistent performers in NXT the past six months. Like the dude is completely comfortable as a heel. Uh, but I really dug the new entrance for for um, Black. But the only time you've seen him on WWE TV is uh, he wrestled Neville as his former ring name uh, at the UK tournament. Uh, Matt, what were your thoughts? Cool character, and it's only going to get better. That was his first time out. It's only going to get more and more impressive. Um, Stuff in the corner, how he starts the match, all the little idiosyncrasies are friggin' on point already, which is scary, Mm -hmm. because they're just going to get better as he gets more comfortable with who he is. Um, And and more importantly, with Hunter and and Sean and guys adding their two cents in there, once they get to figure out who he is and they understand who he is, more importantly, as a man, and they start to fine-tune that and add more to it, it's going to be even cooler, um, hopefully. Um, But uh, there's some things in there that that, this is his debut. There were some things in there I did not like, like – the, the chops in the corner, him taking a chop and falling to his ass. Are you are you kidding me? You're supposed to be a legitimate badass like fighter, kicker, striker. A chop to your chest is not knocking you on your ass unless Big Show does it. <laughs> like I was hoping he would come out when Andretti was sitting there posing at the beginning after he was chopping him in the corner. I was hoping he's going to come out and just kick his head clear off. Yeah, and that's yeah. not in a good way. I'm not saying like, oh, isn't that the point to get heat on? No, 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 no. That made him look like a little B-I-T-C-H for that one half a second that he was taking those chops <laughs> and landing on his ass. No. Somebody does that to me, I don't give a shit what the script says. I'm coming out and I'm taking his head off. <laughs> now, what do you think about Andrade? Uh, I just feel what like he said? No, I don't know what else he needs to do, quite honestly. I don't think he's going to be an upper echelon star. Uh, absolutely not. I don't. I don't think so. I think there's still a disconnect with his. I don't his language. Um, something. There's a de- definite disconnect. But um, his work, his character, he gets it. Um, I don't think he's. Again, I don't think he's going to be a star on main TV. I could be wrong. You know, I was wrong about um. So, so, you know, a lot of other foreigners that came to TV and you know did a great job. So. Yeah. Um. It. It just seems like. Yeah, I mean, what you said was not connect- connecting, and I just feel like, man, just put the mask back on and go back to La Sombra. I mean, that he was just way more over back, you know, in Mexico with that gimmick, and now he's just he's just struggling. It was just weird because he's a good-looking guy. He's got a cool move set. He does cool things. I, I don't know why it's being. It, there's a little bit of disconnect. There's not a lot. There's a little disconnect, but to, to me, there's still enough to tell me he's not going to be a main act up there. 
If he gets called up now, which who says he is? So I could, like right. I said, I could be eating my words. He's sort of in that gatekeeper spot right now. He's kind of like where Ty Dillinger used to be before he got truly over. He's sort of the heel that can work with anybody and uh, sort of tip the next person into the, the next level. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a good match, but that being said, I, this might have been the weakest thing on the show. But that's just kind of shows how good the show was. He had some cool thing. He did, I hate to say it because I sound like a, like, like a little I, like a guy that doesn't give a crap about psychology. But I thought uh, Black did enough cool offense in there to make up for some of the stuff I didn't like. Yeah, uh, Nigel McGinnis is probably going to get some heat. Uh, hopefully, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon wasn't watching because I don't. Did you catch uh, him saying uh, the future is looking bright here in Ring of Honor? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, he did not say that. He he said that during that match. match? At at the end of the match, when uh, Black was celebrating, he said something to the effect of the the future is looking bright for Black here in Ring of Honor, or just the future is looking bright here in Ring of Honor. But yeah, yeah, call the the NXT Ring of Honor. Wow. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I I mean, if Vince was hearing that, he he would have probably blown a gasket but there's just well, so much going yeah. on i gotta wonder if he's he was even watching how about this you got how about this raj don't write a big article about it and get the guy heat <laughs> it's, oh it's it's all over i mean oh, it's all come over on Twitter. stooge <laughs> hey it's not, stooge. it's not us it's not us you know something like that's not gonna stay quiet on twitter well then it will then it's gonna find its way back to vince good yeah. job good job <laughs> if he gets fired it's on you i'm blaming you hey we didn't tweet it I don't think so. Chris, do you tweet uh, that? Maybe, possibly. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move no, on. It's all right. Him and his family don't need to eat, guys. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> uh, all right. So we up next, we had the Authors of Pain. Who, they're new. They're uh, those uh, masks that they wear to the ring. They look cool as hell. Like, they look badass coming to the ring. Um, someone pointed out in the comment section. This is kind of like the old school Vader entrance. Um the authors of pain against DIY and the revival, man, this just blew me away. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's up there with uh, Cena and AJ Styles, in my opinion, and, and Kenny Omega and, and Okada is, you know, match of the year. I mean, I, I thought it was that good. I think we've already forgotten about certain revival tag matches that we've said similar things about in the last two years. Um, <sighs> what do you say that, there was one point where I thought that that authors of pain should have been eliminated from that match. Um, but maybe I'm obviously I was wrong because there was a couple more finishers, uh, uh, false finishes in there that, that really got the crowd going. Um, but uh, again, I can't get, I don't know, maybe cause I'm a big guy and I actually work out and I'm actually in shape, but I cannot get past these guys are just two fat slobs. <laughs> they had some impressive power moves in this match, though. So and, what? You're yeah, big and fast. Guys. My neighbor's big and fat. He could pick up a 135-pound guy and powerbomb him to hell, too. <laughs> that doesn't impress me. <laughs> Those guys – okay, listen to me. You have to – there's something to be said for – like when I was early in my career, I didn't know what I was doing, right? And Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero and these guys could work circles and help me get through a plausible match, right? These guys have been there long enough where that should stop – that shouldn't be happening anymore. Yeah. Okay, and it was very evident that they're still being led through these matches, and maybe that's all they'll ever be. Fine, you can still make money off that. Go to the gym is all I'm saying. <laughs> Tighten yeah, up. Yeah, they're two big guys, but if you look at it, they've only been in the business what, like two years or so, even like doing their first 
rope run, but so you have to at least acknowledge a little bit that they've progressed. I got one for you. Go back to 2002, Matt Morgan, tough enough. Nine months later, Team Lesnar. I'll show you an athlete that wanted to fucking make it and go do whatever it took to get his ass in shape, going from 382 pounds to 335 pounds with abs. Drug free. So it can be it can be done. Yeah, I mean, the one one of the guys is like an Olympic athlete. Like I th- he was in the uh, the Olympics. Then look like one. But some people can't. I mean, I'm just I mean, telling you, it's a disconnect for me. Obviously, I'm wrong because you guys feel strong about it. And you're fans, so that's the answer. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm not big. I'm not a big AOP, AOP mark by any stretch of the imagination. But I do acknowledge that they've improved. But here's they the thing have. for me on the, on this match. This is the combination of storytelling, oh god, yeah, work rate, and different characters that if they blend correctly, it just it makes you a fan again. No matter whether you've been away from the business twenty years or just first started watching it today, I mean that that type of thing is what gets you drawn in. You do have to watch to understand the two baby faces that tag teams dynamic. They're not even two baby face tag teams. I'm sorry. One was definitely a heel, and one's a face. And the fact that they were able to get on the same page and do what they needed to do, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like I, that was awesome. Like the, the crowd was so sucked into that. I was sucked into that. Um, it's just phenomenal storytelling. And, and again, why those two other two tag teams are way the freak up here? Okay. And the two fat slobs down here. <laughs> I thought that part was fantastic where they had him in that double submission. Yes, I thought that should have been the finish. I thought, I thought it was. I was like, wow, they're going to have the Authors of Pain lose here. I mean, it and, really looked like I mean, it was such yeah. an amazing hope spot that uh, I thought that was just so well done. And the double finishers as well. So they yeah, did yeah. the DIYs and they did the uh, Shatter Machine. So cool. So Plus cool. That, that is one of the more unique table spots I've ever seen as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a really cool match. I mean, this was this was awesome. This is one of my uh, favorite matches. Uh, the DII was the first team eliminated. Uh, fans were not happy; they were chanting bullshit. Uh, and Authors of Pain revival it slowed down a little bit with these guys, but it's still really good. And um, you know, ended with the Authors of Pain getting the win with their finisher. Um, where do you go with Authors of Pain now? I mean, there's not. Uh, what other tag teams do they have right now? Just, they yeah they've ran pretty much through the whole division at this point as far as the top teams I mean do you give them do you feed them some of the uh, lower echelon teams and just sort of build them up until another credible challenger comes along? They've got so much talent they were forgetting they put two singles together two two singles guys that are established together yep. um, and, and maybe run a few months there until the guys you know keep improving um, they find other tag teams but what about I don't even forget. I can't even collect my thoughts. Never mind. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> you think it's time for the revival to come to the main roster? It's been time. Mm-hmm. They should have been on. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I, I definitely think revival should be on TV I, a long time ago. Absolutely. They're phenomenal. I love watching them. But um, the two big, uh, t- who are the two big guys that were like the first NXT, NXT tag champs? What was their name again? Yeah, that was the Ascension. Yeah. The Ascension. That's explain to me the difference, right? Between Ascension and those two bigger guys. Okay, yes, one of the guys is bigger than the other tag partner. I get that. Um, versus Ascension, right? I get that. But Ascension were bad mamma jammas, road warrior style, smash mouth, believable guys. We can't wait to see them on the roster. They're going to eat through WWE's TV tag teams. What's happened? 
nothing. So I'm telling you, at the end of the day, the bell rings. You still got to be able to work nowadays, especially in 2017. And if those guys cannot go, they're not going to be much better. Yeah. The DIYs, the uh, 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 D- and, and um, Revival are the guys that will definitely be getting more TV time and will be much more successful tag teams. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they showed Drew McIntyre at ringside. Um, yeah. Which was kind of a surprise. You think uh, – I mean, I, I they obviously wouldn't show him on TV unless right. they're bringing him in. But isn't it kind of – it seems kind of odd that, to bring him into NXT when he was – already on the main roster for years you know it is but it's one of those deals where you come in and you eat humble pie which i don't know why he needs to eat it to begin with he did nothing wrong to begin with to lost his job um but nxt it just shows nxt is the hot show um people are willing to come in and go down there you know what i mean yeah and and i think if i'm drew that's a smart move oh absolutely yeah and one of the fallbacks that we've talked about nxt for the past eh, three to six months is the lack of star power Drew McIntyre coming back in fills that gap. I mean, it's a perfect fit right now. And if he hits a home run there, then there's always room for him to go up again because the kids, the guy's still young. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember I him when he was like he was 17 in line. He was 18. I remember he was skinny as hell. They had him. I think he was tagging with uh, Dave. Um, what was his name? Not Regal, but the other guy. Um, God dang, uh, UK. It was a Br- British uh, wrestler, uh, Wade Barrett. No, God, no, old school guy. Uh, mm. Like, like, like Regal's former tag partner. Who was? What was his name? David. Oh uh, d- uh, David Dave, Finley. Not David Finley. <sighs> God darn it! You got come on, fans, tight ch- chime in. Dave who Taylor. is your guy? Dave, Dave Taylor. Taylor. Thanks, Taylor Club. Dude, he was he was seventeen. He wasn't even eighteen. He wasn't even legal to be wrestling. That's how young he is. He's so young. I remember that. That was like in two thousand two, two thousand three, maybe two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just he, a, was, young. he was just cursed by gi- given. Uh, he was given too much too soon with being put as the chosen one and with Vince what? McMahon, and that just kind of ne- crushed him. I never saw anything wrong with it. I never saw any falter from his cool ass entrance music to being in good shape to looking like a chosen one would look. Great worker. I thought he was a great intercontinental kind of intercontinental level wrestler. Yeah, yep. you know, I, I don't know what he did to deserve to be putting in the one man. Band crap. But do you, think, do you think people look for something and not necessarily uh, just like the other boys and everything <clears throat> when they see someone getting this big push and then, uh, you know, like, you know, being jealous in the inside a little bit and then kind of over critiquing guys like that that are young, that are given these big pushes that gets to management and then uh, sure. they, they react. It happened to me with Big Show 100%. Yeah. Absolutely does, but it, it's still it's still management's job to go. This guy's money, but at that time, WWE was big on their britches and thought they can afford to not cash in on guys. And it is why there was a lull where there was not young upcoming talent ready to take the ball and run, and why NXT needed to be born because they did that for far too long. If you go back to when Orton and Cena were the chosen ones after Lesnar left, um, around that time, there was a huge there, there were so many guys that were ready, and and. and they just let him go, let him go, let him go. We don't need him. We got our new guys, you know? Yeah. And, and that's why there was a huge downside, downsize, and not young talent coming up ready to, to become main eventers. Yeah. Oh, I and, agree. And they, I, I feel like they still do that. You see that with Cesaro and, and mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn. To, to a degree, but he still has a job. Back if this was back when I was there, they, they would have been let go mm-hmm. for no rhyme or reason yeah. because they think they have too many, too much good talent, too much talent around that age bracket. But what I was going to say was, is, 
there were so many guys around that age. But I'm saying this right now, though. Drew McIntyre did what he was doing, like with the chosen gimmick. Now mm-hmm. they need talent so bad. There's no way that would have failed. It wouldn't have mattered what hater said anything on that roster. Wouldn't have mattered because they go, we need to make money. And I think Hunter gets that. I don't think Hunter gives a crap what anybody says about certain talents. I think that's that that was the difference between when Johnny Ace was in power versus Hunter now being in power. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy uh, watching DDP get inducted in the Hall of Fame last night and just thinking about how crappy his WWE run was. And that was all because of Undertaker uh, saying DDP couldn't work. And that got back to management. And they took this guy who was one of the most over guys in WCW at the height of their popularity and turned him into nothing. And so it just shows like just, you know, some people talking smack and bring you down. Yeah, and there's nothing you can really do about it. There, 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 there really is. All you can do is get out there and, and do the best you can and, and then hope you get along with everybody. And, and it shouldn't have to be like that. But Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, things worked out for DDP. And mm-hmm. speaking of which, uh, DDP inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame last night. Congrats to DDP. And right now they have a Hall of Fame sale where you can get the DDPY DVDs for 30% off plus three months of full access to the DDP ddp yoga now app or if you're into digital only you can get just the ddp yoga now app for 30 percent off uh, you can also buy a max pack or a combo pack at 30 percent off and you could get 50 percent off the second one guys you've seen the number of wrestlers that use ddp yoga i mean it's uh, aj styles chris jericho who thought his career was over and then he started using it uh so many guys so Get off your butts. If you've been thinking about doing it for a while, do it now. Uh, go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc and sign up today. Uh, Matt, you know, you know a lot of people that have used DDP yoga. Yeah, Bobby was using it down when I know when he was a TNA, Bobby Roode was using it. Storm, uh, I believe Storm still uses it. Um, James Storm. Um, a lot of guys. Um, Chris Daniels was using it for a while there. Everybody, when it when it first came out and it was like the latest craze, everybody was doing it. And I'm, to my understanding, they're still doing it. If you see like the pictures of Jake the Snake Roberts before he moved in with DDP, and this wasn't that long ago. This was mm-hmm. like uh, 2013, 2014, and where he is now, it is just insane. So yeah. if you've been thinking about it, you do it because it, it, it's changed many lives, and it can change yours if, if, you're, looking for, uh, if you're looking for a change. Raj, it's one, of the, it's, it's one of the few things out there, guys, that there's enough people that have been successful from it Okay, that have literally shown you this works. Like when you go to GNC, when you see a commercial on TV, you're like, oh, I'm going to take these fat burners. They look like they work. There's a bodybuilder on the front cover of the magazine saying that these work, right? You go to GNC, you buy it, it doesn't work for you. And now you feel ripped off, right? Here is something that has been tested by many, many people that don't have to go out and say nice things about DDP or his yoga and are doing it because it works. So if you really want to get in shape and you're legit about it, there is no other excuse out there that should be preventing you from going out there and doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go uh, back to NXT. The, the next match was the NXT women's title match, Ember Moon versus Asuka. Uh, Asuka's streak remaining intact. Um, Chris, uh, your thoughts on the match? thought it was another badass match, man. Uh, some people were kind of hating on it on Twitter for whatever reason. I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, it was kind of sloppy in places, but I think this was Ember Moon's best effort so far uh, because she had a good dance partner. And what I thought uh, really stood out here, and they've been teasing it for a while, is the Asuka sort of heel tactics. You know, she used a ref bump. 
She did a couple different heel-esque things, but another little layer to the onion, so to speak, on the Oscar character. So uh, I thought the, the match was good. Matt? She did a good job getting heat with me. Uh, I wanted to pop her in the mouth. I wanted Amber to pop her so hard in that freaking smiley little face of hers. Um, so she's done. She's doing a good job. Um, she's getting heat, right? Um, but just again, a baby face. They've got to do a better job of protecting themselves from looking stupid. In 2017, you can't keep doing the going for the handshake. They do this, and you look like a douche. You can't keep doing that. You can do it. You can bite. They could do this and you miss, but you immediately better shove your fist on their throat. Fans don't wait anymore for you to come back 10 minutes later and then give it back to them. The, the, the tension span's not the same. You've got to do it right then and there, especially in Amber, in Amber Moon, that Amber Moon that people think is pretty badass to begin with. She ain't the one to play with, so she should not be, I don't know. You got it's, it's, it's all about protecting your character. And she has a very specific character that needs to be protected more than the next girl. And she should know that. And I get she's new. So, that, I, I mean, that's on the office. You know, they know she was going to do that. But maybe they're just saying, you know, screw it. We, this girl's, you know, our girl. And this, we only care about her getting over. I don't know. Yeah. So, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say just. There was a spot to where Ember was in recovery mode and she was near the ropes and she rolled back into the middle of the ring. If you're in peril, why in the heck do you roll yourself back in the middle of the ring for Oscar to put the Oscar lock on? To me, that was just sort of a lapse in, uh-oh, I either missed a spot or you know, that just sort of a lapse in, in logic there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, th- I thought the match was good. It wasn't the smoothest match you'll ever see, but... Um, but I, I thought uh, both women worked hard. I, I don't know. I, again, I, the one thing coming out of tonight is it's it's hard to tell where the the top champions are going to go next because there's no. Uh, I don't see anyone uh, really challenging Oscar right now. She's just kind of cleared out the division. Here's what we. I don't know why we don't learn this lesson yet. Every time we've said this, somebody news popped in at NXT. You know, Joe, uh, there's been so many people that we were not expecting to pop up that didn't show on camera, not just those type of people like Drew McIntyre, but others. Um, They've got a plan. That is the most well-written, well-thought-out show out of all of their shows, I would argue. So they've got something. It's not like this is the end of the line for her. Unless she is going up to TV, then that's different. But if she's not, this isn't like she's just going to take three weeks off or something. They've got something for her, all the champions for that matter. Yeah. Do you guys just don't know. see her? Do you guys see her going up at all? Because just the, the feeling that I'm getting and the stuff that you hear around the chatter and everything like that is she's going to be an NXT lifer. She's advertised for all of the upcoming tours. Um, the, does she just stay there the whole time, or there's too much value for her not to go up? Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah, for sure. And uh, we keep saying Ron needs more legitimate, legitimate top stars, and she would answer that bell if she gets brought up to Raw. Plus, I want to see Charlotte just shove a forearm down her throat just to shut her up. <laughs> now, <laughs> She's got so much to eat with me. Isn't she also close to the Goldberg match streak as well? Is that is that a true fact? Really? I need to go back and look at it. Yeah, it's something like that. It's, it's really close. It's not like being like the world's tallest midget. It's in developmental. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, some people are like, well, why is it not a bigger deal? It's like, well, it's in NXT. It's in developmental. That's why. Whereas Do it again. Goldberg's Charlotte, happen when you're yeah. doing 5 million viewers, a, you know, a week. With Hulk Hogan being one of them. And, yeah, one yeah. people people in the street. He, well, how about this? 
don't put so much stock into guys. What's like, I, I know we try to say, well, there's this, this guy and this girl's advertised for the next, da, 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 da. you yeah. can't always put too much stock in that. Uh, I'm not saying they're doing it to trick us, but that stuff's booked so far in advance. I don't think that's ever going to stop somebody from pulling somebody up to TV. Right, 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 right. The dreaded card subject to change at the bottom of the flyer there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at least I hope that's true. I don't want to see her down there any longer. Yeah, yeah. There, she. I feel like they need someone to help the other girls get better, and that's kind of where they see Oscar's role. But I think how they, how is she helping them get better? She's eating them alive because they have no one else to work with. I mean, they you know to to really improve. That's not how you you don't improve by getting your ass handed to you. <laughs> you you improve working like Mickey James would work a competitive match. Charlotte worked competitive matches. All of those girls work competitive matches. Yeah. That's that's the art of wrestling. This girl is just eating them up. Yeah. Um, it's like saying you're getting better working Goldberg every week and his undefeated streak. No, you're not. You're eating, <laughs> you up. You're eating jackhammers. <laughs> Um, so this was actually where they showed Drew Galloway on camera, uh, which we talked about a little earlier. And then finally, it's time for the main event, Bobby Rouge against Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, kind of seemed like it might be Nakamura's last match in NXT. Uh, a really good match, really long. Um, yeah. it, it was kind of slow at the beginning because I was... I remember the first 15 minutes, I was like, man, this, this match is kind of nothing. And then, uh, you know, slowly picked up and, and you know, added on, added on. And by the end, it was, I thought it was really good. Uh, Chris, uh, your thoughts on the match? Yeah, I tried to play profit in the respect that I said there would be some pretty distinct um, momentum changes and sort of speed changes in the match. And in that, I think I was actually pretty correct because it started off super slow. We had a good little hot spot to where Shinsuke got the momentum and then Bobby got it back again. And then they finally went for the grand finale. But uh, there were several momentum changes, but it took so long for it to get there for me. And I'm a storyteller type of guy, and it still felt a little long to me. But overall, I mean, you've got two of the better guys in the world in the ring. They're not going to have a bad match. So, I mean, it, it, it was good. It wasn't fantastic for me, but it was really good. Here's what it is at the end of the day. Everybody Shinsuke Nakamura has worked except for Joe has had flashy offense. Sami Zayn, um, some some other guys I'm sure I'm leaving out. Guys that had like strong style kicks that could work the strong style if need be, mm-hmm. like Joe. Um, oh God, Finn Balor, no, yep. without a doubt, right? They had some, they had some a lot of sizzle. Bobby Roode is the consummate wrestler. He is a ten across the board in every category. If you're looking mm-hmm. for look psychology promo um footwork around the ring be able to chain able to throw a money drop kick right on the butt he does everything almost perfect he really does but he does he, i don't want to i don't want to say anything. he's like my favorite worker there so i don't want to say anything negative about it but like yeah. i think if, when people are complaining online you're saying that eh, it was good but it wasn't like what normal you know main event matches usually are with Nakamura because Nakamura relies on the other guy to have as much sizzle as he has had in the past. Nakamura's all sizzle in this match, right? Because he's 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 charismatic as hell. He, everything he does is just crazy body language and accented and flashy and, and cool. And Bobby's stuff is he just does everything exactly how it needs to be done. And he his psychology is second to none. And some people They've been used to seeing Nakamura work a certain way with sit with with his opponent having a little bit more sizzle to the stake than what Bobby's work gives off. 
Yeah. I think that's my opinion. Why I think if anybody's saying anything negative about that match, which I'm not, I gave it a ten. I love that match. I love the psychology involved. I, I love Bobby's style of work as a wrestler myself. That's what I prefer more than the guy diving through the second rope. More than uh, drag. Uh, what's his name? Demon King coming out and doing his little crawl gimmick on the ring and all that other crap. Yeah. I like Bobby's throwback style. That's my my preference, though. I I, I agree with you there. I. I... Yeah. Uh, Chris? Um, the only odd thing that I sort of found in this match, and again, this is sort of nitpicky, and I, and I don't want to nitpick this match a lot because, again, it was really, really good, um, was Bobby started working over the neck initially, uh, and then he switched to or the knee, then the neck, then back to the knee. He kind of switched up his, his work areas on Shinsuke a little bit. Uh, so normally, you know, you would focus on one, but, hey, if you can get him, um, you know, knocked down with two different body parts, even better. So I, I'm sure that's just nitpicky more than anything. Yeah, someone is saying Bobby Roode style kind of reminds him of Triple H, which I can, I can kind of see. Yes, yeah. me too. Yes. Even the look, really. Yes. <laughs> the white boots even. Yeah. With, with the tart colored trunk. I like it. I, I'm, I was a fan oh, of that. I, I loved his gear tonight. Absolutely. You know, but just just food for thought, guys, as a wrestler, again, when, I, when I'm a heel and I'm getting heat on one body part, sometimes when the guy's protecting it, you've got to go somewhere else to come back to it. It's the old adage when the guy's in the corner doing this, I punch him in the gut to get him to stop covering his face and then jab his face. You know, it's the same type of thing. Um, you've got to go somewhere else to come back to the other body part sometimes. Like, I know what you're talking about. Bobby brought him out to the middle of the ring and did, I believe it was like a neck breaker. He, like, he walked him out to her in the middle like he was going to do like a running bulldog, like a walking bulldog mm-hmm. almost. Right. That kind of pulled him up in that neck breaker, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was odd. But it was, in my opinion, it's just to get back to a, di- a different body part. And that's why we have you on the podcast to make me sound stupid. I love it. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, so there's just so much going on. So so much to talk about. So let's, let's jump into some of this other stuff real quick. What else uh, is there? The match is over. It's okay. So that was takeover. Uh, awesome event. WrestleMania. It's going to be a, it's going to be tying kind of tough to follow that. Uh, so uh, we'll see if they can, but uh, that I thought takeover is just great. The theatrics alone will beat it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, to my understanding, the, the money they're putting in this one is insane. Yeah. Did you, did you check out that set? Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. And they've got the right wrestlers that have the cool ass entrances that it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it's going to be just a, the spectacle aspect of WrestleMania is just enough by itself to make it worth watching and then uh you know hopefully some some of these matches can kill uh first off the hardys um could drop the roh tag team titles back to the young bucks tonight kind of hinted that they're done with roh at the end saying they're kind of making themselves obsolete and uh kind of kind of said a goodbye speech so were they one week huh were they like a week it's like three weeks i think it it was pretty short uh but yeah, it looks like you know they're headed to WWE. Jeff Hardy did an interview, kind of strongly saying they weren't anytime soon. But that seemed like it was just to, you know, throw people off. But yeah, it looks like uh, they're headed to WWE now. Whether that means that's tomorrow night, if they do something with the New Day, if they're added to the Raw Tag Team Title Match, which some people have been speculating, or they debut on Raw or SmackDown. Um, night, yeah. yeah, but my thing: Do you think the Hardys, with how how much they mean right now, especially Jeff. Um, I definitely, obviously they should come in together, but should they be used as singles or should they be a tag team? 
I could see both. It depends. It depends. I don't know how over this obsolete gimmick would be with the WWE audience. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. It's weak, but uh, because long term is that hotter than Jeff Hardy, ultimate babyface of all time? Do you know what I mean? The money's in Jeff. I'll always say that Jeff is the one that's money in the babyface for my money. But he's doing some of the best. I don't want to say acting, but I guess it is acting uh, that he's ever done in his career right now, playing off his brother. Right. Right. With this gimmick of theirs. Yeah. But it, there is a legal aspect to that gimmick, so who knows if yep. they can even use it? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next thing: is will they be able to use that broken gimmick on WWE television? And B, if they were, would Vince allow them to sort of control their creative to the direction they wanted to go, or would they try to stranglehold it and try to make money off of it? Yeah, that's the thing. You got their writers writing for the Hardys and them writing for this gimmick, I think, could easily uh, turn people away from it. Mm-hmm. I see, definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, another big thing, Jim Ross apparently has signed some sort of deal with WWE. Um, so he will be doing stuff with them and he'll apparently be calling a match tomorrow night at WrestleMania. And I, I believe Jerry Lawler said... Uh, a couple of weeks ago that he was going to be calling a match at WrestleMania too. So Lawler and Jim Ross, uh, which would be awesome. Yes, it would. Uh, which, which match, if you got to pick one match that he's calling, which one do you do it for? I mean, I could see triple H wanting Jr. to call his, you know, I'm I sure every wrestler would want Jr. to call theirs, take, but Taker take, versus Taker Rain. would too. Taker would want him too. Um, they all Goldberg have a young... and Reigns because I mean Goldberg and Lesnar because Jr. just would add so much to it for the yep. viewer at home that, that yeah. might be that, lacking otherwise. That could be the match that gets picked. Hey, can can I just bring up one thing real quick about while we're talking about Reigns real quick? Sure. Yep. I was listening to an interview Hunter did, uh, an interview Hunter did, I should say, and he brought up a really good point that I haven't really given much thought to. Everybody online gets on you know Roman Reigns, and I'm not a Roman Reigns defender. You know this. Um, I love watching him work. I think he's improved tremendously and he's the guy we all picked his stance to be the guy out of the shield we all picked him all right and then we got presented him and we all crapped on him which is whatever so anyways so hunter was saying in an interview as i don't know if you saw this and he goes look i, I don't know what, what what's got to happen here because you you know you fan, you're ban- you guys are booing him you're booing him out of the building he's getting the lar- one of the biggest largest reactions every night with the majority of you guys booing him you don't like what he's doing you don't like what he's saying hell you guys don't even like what he's wearing Sounds like a heel to me. So I don't know why you keep begging us to turn him heel when he sounds like he's already heel. That was a good point. I thought that was a, that I, that made sense to me. That clicked with me because he is being treated as heel. Just because he's not wearing a black hat and cheating does not mean him a heel. What makes somebody a heel is when the entire place hates you. That's kind of a cop-out answer, though. Um, don't you think? No, I when mean, they do. Triple I, H knows what a heel is. He knows when he was a heel, you know, and he's like, uh, no, you would call that a heel using heel. a sledgehammer and, and, you know, destroying people. And that was a political answer, uh, to, uh, I don't know. That, that could be a 2017 heel where if you don't exactly like what the crowd or the crowd likes what exactly he has, then you boo him. That's a 2017 heel. I mean, if you think about it, it's much different now than it was, you know, even 10 years ago, the way the crowds treat people. But I think I mean, what people want to see is Reigns, like, just ripping the crowd and going off. And you I want to see that. That's what, that's what they want, uh, you know, uh, a heel but, to be. And, and, you know, I look at it as an investment, you know. Like, yes, Roman Reigns is their top full-time merchandise seller. Um, but 
you turn him heel and and then turn him back baby face down the road and he's even hotter you're yeah, selling way hotter. more merchandise so it's like that investment to to uh, make a hotter baby face here's how you know they're not trying to make him baby face raj he's not cutting baby face promos he's not coming out there with, i'm sorry coming out there and saying i'm not the i'm the guy there's nothing baby face about that nothing no. just because he's not nut shotting people doesn't make him not a heel raj but they're booking him against for the most part against heels I mean, he's, you know, wrestling, you know, Kevin Owens and, and you know, yeah. the guys on the, the heel side of the, okay. the, the roster. I see that part of it. Yeah, I can see that part of that. I, I just thought it made sense. Or get, like, I'm not saying they organically planned it that way, like he says. But what I'm saying is when an entire arena is chanting you, you, I hate your guts. I hope you die, Roman Reigns. He is no baby face. But, but the problem is they're not allowing him to go with that, to go with that negative crowd reaction. Like, they're still – he's still uh, – he just seems focused to me. He doesn't seem like to give a shit. He seems to just be dialed in on beating Undertaker. This is my yard. I don't care what you people think. I'm the guy. Last week's promo, I think, actually cemented that they're going that direction, at least for this feud. Uh, and then the I don't know if you guys saw his little interaction during the Hall of Fame where they cut a camera shot to him. He soaked in the booze, and he was hmm. actually sort of gave a little smirk. And I thought – if given time, I think he would actually feel comfortable because if you listen to him talking in interviews, yeah. the dude is supernatural. Uh, yeah. And then he feels kind of forced when he, whenever he's given a sheet of paper. So, yeah. So many guys are the scripted promo thing. They got a, I'm like that. It's just not working with the, you just see how many superstars they're creating and it just shows, you know, there's a disconnect. I'm rotten with, a, with, with, with it. I, I, I cannot do it. No. It's brutal. So uh, it looks like now that Undertaker versus Reigns will be closing the show, which that seems like the right choice in my opinion. A um, couple things. You think, you know, we've talked about Reigns actually turning heel. You see that happening. And uh, there's been some speculation that this might be Taker's last match. It kind of comes up every year, but uh, some people are wondering if they moved it to the end. Uh, so that it could be Taker's last match. And he says something afterwards, says he's retiring or, uh, or, do you see any of that happening? I, I think it's, it, it can still change. I think that absolutely can still change it. It could be Lesnar versus Goldberg that ends it. It still could be, you know what I mean? They, they, they've done this in the years past. We, we, we thought we were going to get so-and-so to end, and it ended up being Taker and Edge ending it one year when nobody thought that that was going to end that show. Um, I've seen We've seen it before. Um, I hope it ends it, and I hope it's Reigns coming out on top, and there's a new, you know, big dog in town kind of thing. Um I don't see Undertaker again on the mic. Yeah. Do you, do you it just see doesn't seem like his gimmick. Hey, his gimmick. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he wants a lot of fanfare, even if it is his last mania. He just doesn't seem like that kind of guy, especially his character. I mean, he's not going to go out there and look for the adoration of the fans. But if they do go on last, I do hope Reigns goes over. But I hope it's not like another coronation for like the third year in a row right. to where, hey, here's the guy again. Please do something with this guy, but uh, but I hope it's him standing tall in a menacing way over Undertaker, and uh, you have the brand new hottest heel in your hands. Yeah, I think I think if you had Reigns actually turning heel, beating the hell out of Taker, standing tall, maybe cutting a heel promo at the end, Jr. calling that match, it could be something special. Yep. But we'll see. Uh, you know, they already their plans already for Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at next year's WrestleMania. So they want to turn him heel and back baby. Got a one year turnaround. Um, oh, one year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And then also Chris Jericho pretty much confirming uh, in an interview with Forbes that his current WWE run, WWE run is ending at, uh, so it sounded like he's touring with Fozzie in May and they've got a new record coming out, but WWE has him listed for some events in June. So it looked like he was going to go away and then come back. Uh, But he's making it sound like this is it. Like his run is ending uh, before he goes on, you know, on tour with Fozzie again. Um, uh, Matt, what do you think about Chris's current run? And in my opinion, I think it was one of his most successful ones yet, even though he didn't, uh, win the world title or anything he doesn't need to he's the madonna of pro wrestling i've never seen somebody be able to change his his character and the, and the layers to his persona more than this guy and so successfully every time he hit a home run do you know how i can't begin to tell you how hard that is to yeah. do it once to find who you are as a performer and in, in, in being your most over element where everyone's responding to everything you're doing as far as reacting to do that just with one character is damn near impossible and not many of us get that opportunity but to do it like seven, I don't even know what it is, five or six, four to five times, I think is accurate. Yeah. That's a crazy impressive. Yeah. Crazy impressive. First ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. I think if he's in shape, which if he's still doing his DDP yoga, yoga, cheap plug, he, uh, <laughs> maybe he does come back for one more run because he, he loves the business, obviously. And he loves working with young talent, helping them get over. Yeah. Yeah, you've got some guys coming back uh, that I think he might could work with in SummerSlam season if he really wanted to. Uh, But with that said, he's gotten like three catchphrases and a freaking clipboard over during this run. So, I mean, I think this is one of his best runs of all time at the age of, what, 46 or something? I don't know. So he's in mid-40s, but uh, he had one of his better in-ring runs. I mean – Obviously, he's lost a half a step in the ring. Not very much at all, but uh, just enough to, to be able to tell from, you know, his early days. But still, high quality throughout. He makes everyone look like a million bucks that he works with. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's been another fantastic run for him. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Uh, if you guys watched the Hall of Fame last night, Goldberg got booed pretty hard at the Hall of Fame. So I yep. think uh, he's going to have a, a tough crowd tomorrow night. Yeah, he will. No, um, but it's hey, Goldberg too. Pretty clearly saying like this: this run is pretty much over tomorrow. So I think that kind of kind of tells you where that's going. So I think it's a smart choice to not have that match finish WrestleMania when it's so obvious what yep. the finish is. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I, I think that's about it, guys. Can you think of anything else? It's about it. I, I'm sure that um, – what time are you guys – I guess you're going live right after Mania tomorrow night, correct? Tomorrow night, yeah. About 10 minutes after Mania, we'll be live. Me, uh, Glenn, Matt Mo- Matt will be back, and uh, Matt will be joining us on Monday too, three straight nights. So uh, it's a nice. lot of a lot of talking. <laughs> and, and Matt, uh, where can people find you tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, God, what am I doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, I am going to be near the old Amway Arena, um, downtown Orlando. Um, but it's not even confirmed yet. I might not be able to, 
I shouldn't be saying this. Um, I'm probably going to try to no show it tomorrow. That's a horrible thing to say, right. but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I missed my whole day today with my kid, honestly. And, and it really it, it upset me. Yeah. Um, that's the truth be told. And this was something that had nothing to do with wrestling. My parents, I was making tomorrow. Um, ironically, it was just WrestleMania season, but today I just wanted to say like, again, WrestleCon was crazy fun. And again, there's a lot of fans that watch this show, man. And they love talking about the points that we bring up and go back and forth with each other. Like, seriously, like, have you guys gone out and met anybody that watches the show? It was pretty oh, yeah. cool. Last, last year, a ton of people were coming up. Very cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. Uh, it's, it's always kind of weird because I'm not in your shoes where, you know, I'm used to people recognizing me. So that's always uh, kind of strange. But it's awesome. I, I love hanging out with them. Um, Oh, so someone's mentioning the new NXT uh, title belts. Oh yeah, um, that we didn't we didn't mention. I thought they looked awesome. I mean, I think they look better than the the main roster title belts. They do. Yeah, the tag belts were my personal favorite. They sort of had that little extra shimmer to them. Um, but they they made just subtle changes. I mean, there wasn't a complete overhaul, which I was definitely afraid of them making the NXT championship with a yellow strap to make like the red strap right. and, and the blue. I was definitely afraid of that. But I was so glad that they didn't do that. They still look kind of like old school. They rounded them out a little bit. They didn't accentuate the X as much. So I think they look like a nice, you know, classic wrestling title rather than uh, some other random promotion. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again. And everyone, join in. Uh, check us out tomorrow. And, uh, man, this the site's going to be crazy. So there's already about 50 articles up today. Probably going to be 100 tomorrow. So just tons of stuff on the site. Keep checking it out. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. And we'll see you guys tomorrow after WrestleMania. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.